I'm Mark Smith at the International Headquarters of the Irrational Realist Podcast. Today we have a special edition of the Irrational Realist. This will be episode seven and a half, officially titled Happy Birthday, Aunt Nancy. Now anyone can just say happy birthday in a podcast and then go on to their standard podcast material, but I'm dedicating this entire podcast to my Aunt Nancy Luck and her 90th trip around the sun. To my dozens of listeners, plus one in Iceland, sit back and enjoy a trip down memory lane for my aunt, and hopefully some fun and interesting stories you will enjoy as well. It all begins in 1933 in a small town in Ohio called Lebanon, where Nancy Peck was born and raised. Lebanon, the county seat of Warren County, is known for a few things. The oldest hotel in Ohio, the Golden Lamb. The home of Neil Armstrong for 23 years after he was the first man to walk on the moon. The site of the Hallmark movie, The Christmas Spirit, in 2013. The birthplace of the inventor of the first popcorn machine. But most importantly, for this podcast, the birthplace of one Nancy Peck. Needless to say, when you're 90, there aren't a lot of resources around to consult about the day you were born. However, it's funny the amount of information you can find on the internet. For instance, on the day Nancy was born, October 20th, 1933, it was 80 degrees, windy, and cloudy in Lebanon. A rather warm day for Ohio in October, but I found it on the internet, so it must be true. Yes. So how much did everything cost in 1933? Well, the average cost of a house was $5,750. The average wages per person per year were $1,550. Average monthly rent, $18. A gallon of gas, $0.10. Cents. A loaf of bread was $0.07. Cents. A pound of hamburger was $0.11. Cents. And the average cost of a car was $600. Now, for reference, a 1933 Mercedes-Benz 380 was approximately $330 U.S. dollars. Today, it would be worth about $818,000. See, Aunt Nancy, things from 1933 are worth a lot more today. Other well-known people born in 1933, besides Nancy, Joan Collins, Larry King, Yoko Ono, Michael Caine, Marty Feldman, Robert Goulet, Jane Mansfield, Tim Conway, and from Abbott, Texas, Willie Nelson. Also born in 1933 was Terry. I know a lot of you are saying, who is Terry? Well, Terry was a Cairn Terrier born on November 17, 1933. You better know him as Dorothy's Toto in The Wizard of Oz. So, Aunt Nancy, you're as old as Toto. You also share a birthday with Snoop Dogg, whom I'm sure you call every year to say happy birthday. Vice President Kamala Harris, who I'm sure you also call every year, but probably for different reasons. Mickey Mantle, the legendary New York Yankee. Bella Lugosi, the actor best known for Count Dracula and other horror films of the 1930s through the 1950s. Viggo Mortensen from The Lord of the Rings. John Krasinski from The Office, and Tom Petty, the well-known rocker and lead singer of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. October 20th is also known as International Chef's Day, celebrated by chefs all over the world. Office Chocolate Day, celebrated by employees all over the world. And National Sloth Day, celebrated by sloths all over the world. Other notable events that happened the year you were born 
The original King Kong was released with Fay Ray. The first drive-in movie was introduced, undoubtedly leading several years later to the baby boomer generation. <coughs> the chocolate chip cookie was invented. Albert Einstein immigrated to the U.S. The speed of light was calculated, and it's 186,000 miles per second, if you are wondering. Monopoly is introduced, starting more family fights than Jack Daniels. Alcatraz becomes a federal penitentiary. Frequency modulation was invented, leading to the FM radio. Construction has begun on the Golden Gate Bridge. The World's Fair begins in Chicago. The New York Giants beat the Washington Senators 4-1 in the World Series. Gene Sarazen won $1,000 for his first place finish in golf's PGA Championship. And probably the best event, I mean, outside of you being born, Aunt Nancy, was the repeal of Prohibition, which allowed the manufacture, distribution, sale, and consumption of alcohol again in the U.S. Aunt Nancy was born, so the nation started drinking again. Yeah! Some musical and cinematic tidbits. The top five songs in 1933 were Stormy Weather Keeps Raining All the Time by Ethel Waters, Sophisticated Lady by Duke Ellington, Gold Digger Song by Dick Powell, two from Bing Crosby, Shadow Waltz, and You're Getting to Be a Habit, the Academy Award for Best Actor, Charles Lawton for The Private Life of Henry VIII, Best Actress, Catherine Hepburn for Morning Glory, and the best movie of 1933 was Cavalcade, which many call the worst best movie in history. But it's not your fault, Aunt Nancy, since you were just born. Nope. But let us now turn our attention to Nancy Ellen Peck. After all, that's why we're all here. Nancy was born to John Harley Peck and Mildred Jean Johnson on October 20th, 1933, during the Great Depression. She was the first of four children, with Jack coming next, Suzanne, my mom, born in 1937, and Julie arriving nine years later in 1946. They lived out on 63 on a farm named Dahlia Land. Around 1949 or 1950, little fuzzy, they moved to a house at the corner of 122 and 48 in Lebanon and named it the Golden Rule Dahlia Farm. It's here that Nancy and her family would call home for many years. The farm, as we always called it, was famous all over the county for having fields of beautiful dahlias that people would come and take pictures of. I have many fond memories of working at the farm, but that's another podcast for another time. In school, Nancy was a good student and would go to school in a clean dress and come home with it just as clean. According to her mother, she could wear that same dress for three days and it would still be pressed and clean, while Susie couldn't keep hers clean for even one day. Nancy always seemed to be studying, especially after dinner when the dishes needed drying. According to a very reliable source, her mom used to call it dishwater diarrhea always incapacitated when the dishes needed done, but it did serve her well as she was always on the honor roll. Huh. Straight out of high school in 1951, Nancy picked up and went to Miami University in Ohio, and four years later, when she graduated, she moved to the land of swimming pools, movie stars, and the Clampets. Not Beverly Hills, but California nonetheless. Now, before we get to California, Nancy and a friend, who we remain nameless, mainly because we're not sure what her name was, went to Corpus Christi, Texas for vacation. It was there she found a stray dog and took quite a liking to it. Her fondness for dogs would get the better of her, and she ended up taking the dog all the way back to Ohio and naming it Golfie. Catchy name. The peck history is a bit fuzzy here, 
So we're not quite sure how long Golfie was around, but we'll just assume Golfie lived a long life and fathered or mothered a whole slew of little Golfies over the years. It would be safe to say Nancy Peck begat an entire line of Texas dogs that still chase squirrels, bark at the mailman, and vote Republican all over the state of Ohio today. After a few years in California working for Howard Hughes, of all people, Nancy moved back to Ohio and took a job with Procter & Gamble, the manufacturer of a slew of products, including Pampers Disposable Diapers. I say that because I probably wore them and may again in a few years, but I digress. In Ohio, she met Alan Lucht, whom she would go on to marry. Alan was a successful businessman that would soon be moved back to California for work. It was there that he and Nancy would have their first child, Stephen. A picture I will always remember is of Grandma Jean holding Stephen when she was out to visit in California after he was born. I'm not sure why that sticks in my brain, but I'm assuming it was either just too touching to forget, or I looked at it and said to myself, oh great, more grandkid competition. Soon, Alan, Nancy, and Stephen would make the move back east to Connecticut for Alan's job at Servomation, where they would settle into their beautiful house on Dogwood Lane in Greenwich. There, Nancy and Alan would have yet another strapping young lad and name him Tommy. It was then that Grandma Jean would once again come to visit, but this time with her eldest grandchild in tow. Yes, that grandchild would be me. We visited the Lux in their new addition shortly after Tommy was born. It was then and there that I have a memory of reading Charlotte's Web to Stephen before bed each night. One evening, I was wanting to hurry up so I could watch a favorite TV show on TV. So when I thought Stephen wasn't really paying attention, I slyly made up a few sentences and said, the end. Unfortunately, to my surprise and dismay, Stephen opened his eyes, whipped his head around and said, no, that's not what it says. You said you'd read the whole chapter. To this day, I'm still mad at Stephen for making me miss the show. It was here that I also learned what a mother's helper was. I'm unsure of her name, but she was very nice, and she had daily chores and helped everyone, including me, while we were there. I remember having conversations with her in the evening after dinner. When I got back home, I was very disappointed to find out that in our house, I was the mother's helper. It was also in Greenwich that my aunt and uncle taught me how to play chess and do a backflip off the diving board. Aunt Nancy taught me chess, and Uncle Alan taught me the backflip, just in case that was unclear. We can't talk about Nancy Luck without talking about her love of the opera. She developed that love from her grandparents and would visit the opera at the Cincinnati Zoo whenever she had a chance. That love moved with her to the East Coast, where she then had the opportunity to see operas at the Metropolitan, the Super Bowl of operas, or for you younger kids, the Taylor Swift concert of operas. To this day, she still listens to the opera and has passed that appreciation down to her children and grandchildren. mentioned Nancy is a very accomplished bridge player? Once again, the records are a bit fuzzy, but according to those in the know, Nancy Luck has won several tournaments and has, or had, the hardware to prove it. Now, bridge is not a card game for just anyone. It's a very challenging game that Nancy was able to easily master. In other words, don't let Aunt Nancy hustle you in bridge. You may walk away a few dollars light in your wallet or pocketbook. Traveling is another passion of Nancy Lucked. She has visited places all over the globe, including Europe, Singapore, China, Africa, Asia, Japan, Korea, Iceland, where I have one listener, Norway, Vietnam, and Hemes Pueblo to help rebuild the adobe structures. 
not to mention the places within the U.S. that she's been. Now she resides in the great Northwest in a city known for Starbucks, the Space Needle, Pike Place Market, and the Gum Wall, better known as Seattle. Here she is close to her grandchildren, Matthew, Nick, and Danny, as well as one of her grandpups, Tucker. She's also closer to Stephen, who lives in Santa Fe, with her other grandpup, Christy, the famous search and rescue dog. (laughs) All humor aside, Nancy is today 90 years old, and that is quite an accomplishment. Just think of the things Nancy has seen in her lifetime. The rise and fall of Hitler in the Third Reich, the Hindenburg, World War II, the first radio broadcast, John F. Kennedy assassination, the first man on the moon, the first movie premiere, the Korean War, the Vietnam War, Elvis Presley and the Beatles, 16 presidents, three of which were actually good, the addition of Alaska and Hawaii as states, Martin Luther King Jr.'s assassination, the invention of the ballpoint pen, microwave, Legos, Velcro, and 57 Super Bowls. When Nancy was born in 1933, only 41% of homes in the U.S. had phones. 70% had electricity and no households had televisions and wouldn't for another four years, although 60% did have radios. And only about 66% of homes had a flush toilet. Today, we take these things for granted, and it's hard for most of us to imagine what life was like in 1933. Yes, Nancy Luck has lived an amazing life, but most importantly, She's been a great wife, mother, sister, cousin, aunt, great aunt, grandmother, and third cousin twice removed. I have no idea what that last one is, but ask my Aunt Nancy because she always understood the removed part of the family tree. Nancy, it is here that I conclude the special birthday podcast. I wish I could be there in person, but know that I am here in spirit, and me and my family send along our love and best wishes on your 90th trip around the sun. Thank you for being you. And now there's only one thing left for me to do. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Aunt Nancy. Happy birthday to you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Irrational Realist. Please subscribe to The Irrational Realist for the latest episode every two weeks. For now, thank you for listening, and remember, podcast spelled backwards is taco if the S, D, and P are silent. Mm-hmm.